Hey, what is going on guys? I am very excited to welcome you to the very first episode of the Crossing the Plane podcast. Um, my name is Lucas. I'm going to be your host. If you want to get to know more about me off rip, you can always follow me on Twitter. Uh, just keep in mind that my Twitter is definitely NSFW, but you can follow me on Twitter at NotMikeTolbert. Um, I know it's a strange at name, but I've had it for years. Honestly, not thinking about changing it anytime soon. Um, obviously, this is going to be a sports-centered show. We'll be talking about a lot of shit on this show. Uh, I'm going to try to get these episodes out once a week, thinking about Tuesdays. Maybe graduating into twice a week once football season starts. But for right now, just cranking them out one time a week. Alright, but without further ado, let's dive into this bitch. Alright, so... Of course, the first thing we have to talk about um, is the surprise matchup in the uh, NBA Finals. Um, if you can't sense the sarcasm in my voice, um, we're getting a Warriors versus Cavs for the uh, fourth year in a row. Um, NBA, the greatest league in the world, right? Um, <laughs> Uh, Alright, so let's just take a look at that matchup right quick. Um, you've got LeBron James and a bunch of YMCA players, it seems like, um, playing uh, four All-Stars and a good bench. Um, uh, there's really not much you can say about the matchup. I, I honestly think that the Warriors can hang 140 a night if they tried on the Cavs. And what are the Cavs going to do? LeBron's going to put a 40-50 um, the rest of the team is going to put up, what, 35? <laughs> it's it's not going to be pretty. Um, like, I was just I was just treating the uh, the Western Conference Finals like the NBA Finals. Whichever team um, won that was going to wipe the floor with whoever came out of the East. Especially the Cavs. The Cavs can't play a fucking ounce of defense. Like, it's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really wish the Celtics would have won. <sighs> Fuck you, Marcus Smart. Fuck you, Jalen Brown. And fuck you, Terry Rozier. Because y'all decided to fucking shit the bed when it counted the most. Y'all could win all your home games uh, in the playoffs until a game seven. Like, it wasn't like you weren't even getting really manhandled. You were just missing everything. I don't I don't have the exact numbers, uh, but Jalen Brown and, and Terry Rozier shit the fucking bed. It was... Every time Jalen uh, Jalen Brown got into the paint, his IQ dropped 80 points. He would drive and just forget how to play basketball once he got to the rim. Uh, he gets stripped, uh, just put up a wild ass shot off the glass that would just go automatically into fucking either Tristan Thompson or LeBron James' hands. Oh god, it was. Oh man, like the Celtics had every like reason to win that game. Love was out. Um, you had home court advantage. You've been cooking at home. Uh, Jason Tatum was Jason Tatum was balling. That dunk, oh my god, when he dunked on LeBron, that shit was fucking great. I had to. I was taking. A, I was vacationing in Tampa for Memorial Day. I had to watch the shit on my phone. Um, but whoo, man, I was with family. Shit was crazy. That <laughs> I watched that and then the stare, the bump, and the stare down a little bit. But that fuck, that was the. LeBron decided to go full fucking eight mode after that. I probably shouldn't say that. 
let's 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 cut that out. That probably isn't it. Probably is not the best analogy. I didn't mean it like that, guys. Please don't come after me. I'm 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 a good guy. Oh shit. But yeah, we have. I mean, there's really not much you can say. Like I said, Cavs. Cavs are gonna get the floor wiped with them. Um, I say Warriors in five. I'll give the Cavs a pity game. They might still win away. I say still in a way like they don't have home games. Um, they'll they'll win one at home. It's just uh, I could I could see them getting swept very easily. Um, and then LeBron's gonna leave. LeBron to the Sixers, baby. Uh, but there's really not much you can say. Um, I really wish the, the Rockets would have came out of the West, um, just for a change of pace, a change of scenery. You have, but. God damn, why did Chris Paul have to get hurt? Chris Paul, man, come on. You shimmied right the fuck into a goddamn hamstring strain. God damn. Shimmied too soon, man. You shimmied too soon. And then you missed the last two games. I saw you getting fucking frustrated on the bench in game seven. Of course you are. You're out there fucking on the bench. You're not doing shit. I understand it's an injury, but come on, man. And then Harden, the refs were awful last night. I didn't even watch the majority of the game, but I saw what I saw, and the refs were awful. But, of course, it's really hard to win a game when you're missing 27 straight three-pointers. 27 straight. Not 27 in total. 27 straight. Like, at that point, you can't even blame the refs. Like, you were missing. Like, you left. What's that? That's you left. Almost not. I know you're not gonna make all of them, but you left almost 90 points on the table right there, right there. 90 points. That's ridiculous. What are you doing? Harden. Oh, oh man! In the third quarter, hit and Steph went off. Of course, uh, it's the third quarter. Warriors. They they have a strong third quarter. It's really hard to fucking beat them. It's really hard. But man, we needed. Honestly, we need a Houston versus for Houston. Oh fuck, I'm retarded. Oh shit, I shouldn't say that. Uh, oh fuck it. Um, I'm stupid. Uh, we really wanted Houston versus Boston. We needed Houston. The sport of basketball needed Houston versus Boston. Because honestly, fuck seeing LeBron James in the finals. I don't give a fuck about greatness. I'm trying to enjoy a goddamn basketball game. And fuck the Warriors. I'm tired of seeing their fucking faces in the finals every goddamn year. Because, oh my god, just fuck it, man, fuck it. I'm sick and tired of this shit. Fuck the NBA. I'll leave on that. Fuck the NBA. Next fucking topic. Alright, if you've been keeping up with the the NFL at all over the offseason... Um, you'll know that about uh, last week they implemented a new uh, an, uh, a new national anthem policy. Um, and uh, honestly, it's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever seen. All right, so let's do a little rundown of. Uh, let me see if I can find the rules. I have the uh, in my notes app like the basic premise of each of the things, but I want to find the uh, the actual. Uh, uh, fucking protocol that they have to do. Um, cause honestly, it's, uh, starting off, um, 
you are if you are out on the field, you are required to stand for the national anthem, which um, seems like a violation of the First Amendment. I know it's in the workplace, but still, like, come on, man, you're making this way worse than it has to be. I still, I still don't understand why people are so pissed off about this. I still don't understand. You know, they have come out and said that they are not disrespecting any military service member. They are, that is not their intention. I'm sorry that you are getting offended for others. Actually, you know what? I'm not. Fuck it. Stop getting offended for others. Stop putting that bullshit on yourself. Because you are, all this is, is trying to hide your racism by disguising it as patriotism. And that is a big load of bullshit. That is a big load of bullshit. How dare you try to do that? All right, so let's get back to that. You have to stand for the anthem. But they made a rule change to where you are not required to be out on the field. You can be in the locker room, which is another load of bullshit. Basically, they're saying out of sight, out of mind. They're just trying. They are trying. You know who they're trying to please. You know who they're trying to please. They're trying to please. Yeah. People who know me know I'm white. So they're like, why are you not like this? Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. That's bullshit. You're telling me that I can't um, like speak up about this shit? When you clearly see that this is wrong, this is wrong. This is, this is, I say, I'm going to say bullshit a lot in this thing, but you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. This is bullshit. You're required to stand. And if you don't want to stand, you can stay in the, in the locker room. You know how many teams, how many players are going to stay in the locker room? You know how many, you know what this is going to do? Everybody's going to go in the locker room. Everybody's going to get questioned about it after the game every week. So it's going to stay in the media's eye every week. So, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna talk about the issues they're protesting in their interviews again. So you're not doing shit. This is as counterproductive as it gets. This is bullshit. I, I just can't believe they would, like this is so counterproductive. How do they think this is a good idea? And honestly, this might be illegal. I, I was reading today um, that this honestly might be illegal what they have done because apparently there was no bargaining with the NFL Players Association, um, that the owners just implemented it without speaking to the NFLPA. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But um, it's it's I just don't understand what they were thinking. Uh, requiring you to stand, it's a basically stripping your First Amendment rights to free uh, free speech and uh, peaceful protest. Because who is this hurting? Who was that? Who was Kaepernick hurting when he was kneeling. What, what your feelings? I, I'm 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 not sorry that your feelings got hurt. Someone's feelings has to get hurt because the issues that he was protesting, the issues that he was trying to bring to light, um, are supposed to are supposed to hurt. It's not it's not a nice thing he's bringing up. Police brutality is not nice. It's not uh it's not a good topic to talk. I mean, you, I'm probably take that out of context. But police brutality is definitely an issue. And I'm, if, if you can't see that, if you refuse to look at the facts and you refuse to look at what's happening almost every day, then I feel so sorry for you. 
And I'm so sorry that you are so close-minded and you are so um, in your own little fantasy world that you refuse to see the bigger picture here. Because that that's just that's just turning a blind eye to things. That's turning a blind eye to things. It's it's it goodness gracious. I don't understand how you can be upset at a man for peacefully protesting. You wouldn't have even cared. You wouldn't have even cared. If someone didn't bring it up in the media, you probably wouldn't even have even noticed pregame. You're probably not even watching pregame. You're probably um, fixing your fantasy lineup, uh, grabbing a beer, maybe eating at Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't fucking know. But this was hurting no one. And now he, can, he got blacklisted from the league. And I hope his collusion case goes through. Because that's utter bullshit. I hope he gets a chance to play. I really do. Um, I mean, regard, it's regardless of the talent level. He's definitely, he definitely can start for at least th three NFL teams right now. Three. Um, it's, I, I, hope, I hope his collusion case goes through. Because it's, it's, he's clearly getting blacklisted. Not because of his talent level, but because of the voice that he brings to the table. And the fact that he won't silence himself to appease anyone. And I respect him for that. Um, but yeah, um, bottom line is the uh, new NFL anthem policy is uh, very counterproductive. It's a lot of bullshit. Um, like I said, I'm going to say bullshit a lot in this segment, but you know what? Fuck it. I call it like I see it. Um, but it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, the players are definitely going to let it be known. Um, and we'll just see how this is going to get handled into the regular season. Because that's all we are going to hear about. Alright, well. Oh, fuck it. Fuck that. Let's, uh, let's move on to some more NFL news. Some more, uh, some more, uh, rule changes, um, in regards to gameplay. Some of these are a little, uh, a little out there. Like, I think this is my least favorite one right here. Um. A uh, 15-yard penalty for lowering head to initiate or make contact with helmet. Uh, let's see. For a moment, the biggest takeaway in that. All right. So basically, they're going to give you a 15-yard penalty anytime you lower your head to make a tackle. Um, is what I'm getting from it. Um, so, which there, it's already a gray area with a lot of big hits in the NFL. I understand lowering the crown of your helmet to initiate contact uh, in the upper body, head, or chest is against the rules. But there's so many hits that happen where it's they're leaning in with their shoulder, but some, but you know what's right next to your shoulder? Your head, obviously. So they take it as they were lowering their head. They're just lowering, they're just lowering the shoulder. Just because their head made contact too does not mean they were lowering their head, which I think you're going to get a lot more of that with this. Um, I get where they're doing it. They're trying to lower injury rates um, to uh, appease everyone who's uh, mad about or upset about concussions, which I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't be mad about concussions. Um, them shit's is serious, son. Like, <laughs> them uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think it's going to be because there's there's a bunch of shit that the refs can't get, don't get right on the field, and I feel like this is going to be a big gray area. Um, they're going to get calls wrong because no, there's there's nothing worse than when you're firing on all cylinders on defense and you're getting a you're getting a third down stop and then you get a bullshit penalty like hands to the face by the defense or uh, uh, lowering your head. Um, BS pass interference calls. It's just it's it's so infuriating. Um, but another rule change. Um, they're looking at the catch again. Are they going to find out what a catch is? Fuck if I know. Um, I have no clue. I don't know what a catch is. No one knows what a catch is. Um, but apparently they're taking a look at it. They're taking a look at the standard of a catch. I, you can't see my fingers, but I'm definitely doing finger quotes. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, I just I don't understand. I don't under, like it's it's so hard to main to keep a a, a standard to keep a a because honestly it's a subjective call. But I don't understand how you can get it wrong after going. I understand you can get it wrong on the field, but if it goes to replay, get it right. Get it right. I don't care about your indisputable bullshit. I need to I get the call right. You're paid to do that. That is your job. You get paid to make judgment calls and correct calls in a game. How are you messing it up this bad every every time? All right. Another rule: um, permission for command center to eject players. Uh, Oh, oh, snap. All right, so the senior vice president of officiating, Al Riveron, 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 who fucking cares? Um, he can now make the call to eject players um, for non-gameplay non acts, such as like punching and fighting, uh, uh, unsportsmanlike. Uh, but, yeah, he can make the judgment call to eject players. Um like it doesn't have to be like a a penalty that requires ejection. He can just make the judgment call from the uh, command center, the officiating command center. Oh God, that there's gonna be some bullshit that comes out of that. There's gonna be some bullshit that comes out of that. Oh my God, that that's gonna be some. That's that's gonna that's gonna upset some people. That's gonna upset some people. All right, some kickoff um, rule changes. Uh, you probably keep hearing me slap my hands. I can't. I have to talk with my hands. You can't see it, but I do. And I understand you just hear a slap every fucking now and again. But you know what? If you've listened so far, I think you're willing to deal with it. All right. So um, rule changes to kickoffs. Um, right now, as of if the ball hits the end zone, it's automatically a twenty. It's a automatically a touchback, which means if you can't pick it up out of the end zone, if you um, bobble it, um, not bobble it, but if you like touch it and even it touches the end, if it touches the end zone, it's a touchback. All right. Another rule change is the kicking team um, cannot get a running start on coverage um, when kicking off, which this is supposed to uh, lower the speed of collisions to stop a uh, just to uh, lower the chance of injury. Which makes sense. Um, 
Here's another little one. Um, no PATs at the end of regulation. So if you get a walk-off touchdown with 0, 0, 0 on the clock, you don't have, and you're already up, you don't have to hit that, uh, that extra PAT that means nothing. I guess just another, just to take off a play, just a, enough. Most of these rules are just to lower injury rates. Um, and that's it for um, the rules that made it. Um, here are some that are still on the table. Um, you can hi uh, hiring head coaches that are still in the playoffs. Hmm. I, I, there's some bullshit with that. Um, video and sidelines. Uh, 15 yard. This is a withdrawn one that was withdrawn from the uh, the owners meeting. Uh, 15 yard penalty for pass interference. Um, which I'm glad. I love the pass interference call. Um, that it's a spot foul. That uh, cause if if uh you don't don't bail out like don't don't bail out the uh the shit um because that's that, that's bailing out the uh the db with the 15 yarder if it's a spot foul if you interfere with the player fuck it that you you uh you dug a grave right there you dug a grave it's an 80 yard bomb they and you interfere with them all right see me 80 80 yards down the field <laughs> But that was looks like that's the only withdrawn rule. Um, it should it should be uh, helpful. Um, I think the rules they initiated are, are decent. I just I don't know about the, uh, the lowering the helmet one. I feel like there's gonna be some bullshit involved with that. But uh, as of as of as a whole, it, it it looks like a pretty good set of rules. Um, we'll see how they get initiated. There's always a weird initiation process to. Um, these new rules, refs are going to get it wrong at first, refs are going to fuck it up like they do every time there's new rule changes, so we'll just have to see how that goes. Alright, so I guess enough about the NFL, let's move on to some smaller storylines that we've gotten. Alright, so uh, <laughs> Danica Patrick is the host for the, I guess, 2018 ESPYs, and... <laughs> Why? What what does she do? Is she funny? Can someone can someone like shed some light on this for me? Um, I don't know if she's funny. The only thing the only thing I know about Danica Patrick is she li she lied. She is a dirty liar because I would see those GoDaddy.com commercials like ten. 12 years ago and be promised some things that she couldn't deliver. Don't write checks your mouth can't cash, Danica Patrick, because I would go to GoDaddy.com wanting to see some titty. And you know what I never saw? Some titty. I never saw some titty. And that scarred me. That's the reason I have trust issues. GoDaddy.com and Danica Patrick. But why? Why is she the ESPYS host? Like, does she do like stand-up comedy? Um, does she, I guess her racing career is a joke. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I don't even watch racing. I I can't watch people go in circles for five hours. Fuck that. Um, I I don't know why she's picked to be the uh, the ESPYS host. Um, I. Like, isn't she dating Aaron Rodgers? Is is that a thing? 
Is that a thing? She's dating Aaron Rodgers? Um, I, I think so. Um, so I don't, don't quote me on this. Um, oh yeah, she, she did crash out of her last race ever. She's a retired Indy car racer. Retired now. She crashed out of her last race. Um, but if she's, uh, dating Aaron Rodgers, at least someone in that, in that relationship can, uh, can finish a drive. Am I, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm slapping him down the good one. Jesus Christ, Lucas, you're about to run off your entire fucking audience. Um, but yes, we have fucking Danica. I mean, I don't watch the ESPYs, like, like, period. I, I don't, I don't watch award shows, period. Like, why watch award shows for things I'm just going to see on Twitter 45 seconds later? All right, let's talk about hockey for about 45 seconds. All right, so, um, we had game one of the Stanley Cup Finals last night between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals. Don't ask me to name players' names. Don't ask me to tell you anything about the sport because honestly it sounds fucking boring as fuck but it's sports we'll talk about it alright Vegas Golden Knights won game one alright there we go we talked about hockey alright we can now move on to something that actually matters now uh, this is not this isn't sports related at all but I just wanted to, to talk about the Pusha T Drake beef a little bit because honestly I just find it fucking hilarious um, alright, um, a little backstory. I'm not gonna get too deep into it. Um, uh, Pusha T's had a history of dissing Drake and Lil Wayne. Um, and it's been pretty dead for a while. And then, um, Pusha drops his new album, Daytona, and on the last track, he, uh, references Drake's ghostwriting. Um, he says, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. And then he's like, how can you write your wrongs when you don't write your raps or some shit like that? I thought, the album was great. I love Daytona. That shit made me feel like a coke fiend. <laughs> a coke fiend. That shit made me feel like goddamn Scarface. Uh, I've never sold any sort of drugs in my entire life. Um, <laughs> but you, uh, but... Thank you for making me feel like a drug kingpin push-up. Um, so, not even... Like, just a few hours after the goddamn album drops, which he did he did release that, that snippet of the song in a video like a few, day, a few days earlier on Twitter, or somebody did, um, about the Quentin line. But then like a few hours after the, like the, the album releases, Drake comes out with a song called uh, Duffy Freestyle. And oh my god, man! It's not the greatest diss track I've ever heard, but that shit, like, first of all, it was over the sorry ass, like, like depressing ass beat. He just comes out, he's like, ah oh, man, like he basically just says, I, I really got to come out and do this. You making me come out and do this? I'm like, god damn, you ain't have to sigh like that on him, Drake. You ain't have to sigh. You you can act like you wanna be here. And then he just comes for the fucking throat. Starts talking about how he's written for Kanye. And how oh, I'm in the lines. Like the father had to stretch his, ha- stretch his hands out to get it from me. Oh my god. He basically dissed Kanye more than he did push in this song. And this, oh my goodness. And basically, basically the, the go-to like push never really sold drugs like that. He just rapped about what his brother and his cousins did. Uh, 
basically Con or Kanye is a uh, uh, ghost or he he wrote for Kanye, so Kanye doesn't write his own shit. Um, he be, but he also basically admitted to ghostwriting. Like he, but he tried to make it seem like he was doing Quentin Miller a favor. Um, which is like, how are we just going to overlook him admitting to like having his biggest, like some of his biggest hits, um, not be written by him? I think that's the corny part. You can call Push out for not being like a code dealer like that, but come on, man, you're just gonna sit there and admit that you have, a, that you like had a ghostwriter for a good part of your career, that you weren't writing your own shit. You're a rapper that wasn't writing their own shit. You're admitting to that? That's corny shit, my dog. Like, that's corny. We can't just overlook that. And his fans are overlooking it, making it seem like Push is dead. Push would out-rap Drake any day of the fucking week. But Drake is the biggest pop star on the planet. So anything that he puts out is going to get played. Anything he puts out is going to seem like the greatest thing ever to drop. Which he gets annoying a little bit because he's dropped like two trash albums in a row, and his his next album is called Scorpion, and I'm supposed to expect it to be like, I'm supposed to expect it to be good. I'm going into it with no expectations whatsoever, none, none. I can't fucking go into that shit with thinking it's gonna be good, because I'm just gonna get disappointed again. I hope I'm not, because when Drake when Drake's on his shit, when Drake's on his rapping shit, Drake's on his rapping shit. Drake. Oh man, because you have you know comeback season. Um, you have I want ransom Drake. I want uh fucking um you know gotta make a new Scorpion Calabasas or some shit, man. I'm trying to see him on his shit. Uh, yes, this is not sports related whatsoever. Um, but I, it's funny. Thought I'd touch up on it. You can you Twitter was in a fucking frenzy when that dropped. Oh my gosh, because the album, everyone was like, everyone, the funny thing about it was everyone was loving Push's album, everyone was loving Push's album, uh, people were calling it album of the year, which is great, the, the album is great, like, like, um, Hard Piano, oh, Rick Ross is on his shit, the album is great, and then as soon as Duffy Freestyle dropped, everyone, like, all his fans were like, fuck that album, your, your career is over with, first of all, Push is like 41 years old. It's not like he's at the pinnacle of his rap career. He's he's had hits. He's had hits. Hit up Google for a second. My boy's had hits. But it was just so funny. No one knows how to do it. Like no one no one knows how to be a fan of two different artists. No one knows how to enjoy music. They just gotta stand. And it, it's 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 sad to be honest, but that's just the way it is. And with that, that is the end of my first episode. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. If you're still listening to it after all that babbling, you're a trooper. I got mad love for you. Thank you. If you have any advice, any suggestions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Shoot me a DM. I'm always looking for more advice, more uh, suggestions, uh, any tips, any tricks that y'all can give me. Uh, but again, thank you for rocking with me, and I'll see y'all next week.